On today's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable, we talk about Thor and how it sat with us over the last two weeks. Do we like it more? Do we like it less? We talk about that and some spoilers. And then we talk about all the movies that are left this summer that we are looking forward to. Let's start the show. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? Use insert ad here. All right, everybody. Well, it's the good, the bad, the watchable. Just not even a bonus edition, special, nothing. Just an edition of the good, the bad, the watchable. We're for sure here. Yeah, we're all definitely here. here. Uh, it's it's midsummer. Our bodies are just dying right now uh, after just all the sun we've delivered to it and all the amount of dehydration we've done to our bodies and uh, not as much in the movie department. How are you guys doing though? I'm good. Um, I've been slacking on movies though. I got to say that I've Same. been enjoying my summer uh, outdoors a little too much. Not enough movie watching and over here Hand up. That's on me. Yeah. If it's not in theaters, I haven't really seen it. It's, I've been I mean, going to the theaters. However, a lot past over the week. So Thank I'm going again boil. tomorrow. I'm going yeah. again tomorrow. Well, round of applause to uh boil for finishing school, by the way, and go to a lot of movies. <laughs> Yay. I do what Congrats, I can. Boyle. Welcome. So instead, what we're going to do today is just talk about, uh, and this is going to be a quick episode today. We're, we're just going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about, you know, the fallout after Thor. And we're also going to talk about what we're looking forward to most in the second half of summer here. But guys, we saw Thor about, what, 10 days ago or so. Thor, Love and Thunder. The world seems to be pretty torn on it quite a bit. You got people who are like, I like it. But even the people that like it will admit that it's flawed. What if Where are we at 10 days later, given all the discourse about Thor, Love and Thunder have opinions changed dramatically not the same boy let's start with you um mine is kind of where we were at when we left but maybe gone a little bit down more like i kind of had predicted it was going to happen um it just we kind of said it that night like something about it is kind of i don't want to say forgettable but like it just is like okay i enjoyed myself in the movie and then that's it it's a movie and i'm in and i'm out like a like um going to see the black phone or going to see one of these other movies. It just felt like you went to see a movie because they did such a good job. I really still want to give them credit for how they like the first five minutes caught everyone up. If you hadn't seen it before, I think that's huge. Um, And it almost just seems like a standalone movie in its own way, even though we know it's connected way more. Um, And it it definitely had its laughs. It definitely had its, you know, like, but again, I, I don't know, just, Something about this movie, I don't know what it is. I can't really figure it out. 
just something for me is just like I had a great time. Maybe I'll watch it again, but like it was just an in and out sort of movie for me. Um, I know Mark has definitely changed his thoughts. So, um, well, not even just more kind of like I did. I feel like you sat on your thoughts more, Mark, but your review was actually, I thought, really well worded. So I think you should take it away. Oh, well, thank you for that kind uh, intro, Boyle. Uh, Yeah, the more I thought about it, um, it's one of those that kind of gets worse as I distance myself from the actual viewing. Um, I think Taika Waititi's style is so prevalent in here that it almost it's almost too much that this isn't a Thor movie, that this is a Taika Waititi movie. Um, it's just, I, I think it's almost overwhelming. I think there's a couple of good things. Uh, I thought that there was constant laughs. Like this is, it was pretty funny. Uh, it was dumb humor though. It's geared towards like, kind of like teenagers. Um, so we might be getting aged out of the demographic here, which is not fun to think about, but you know, a, a, a reality. That's just kind of how it goes. Uh, if I get to the bad of this film, where I think just gets kind of more and more brought up in my own thoughts, it's two-hour runtime, but it still felt like everything was crammed in there. Like, this was rushed, and it was 120 minutes, give or take. No time to really breathe, right? Kind of like sit on some new information that you got. Uh, I don't think you could really develop any of the characters or plots too much. I thought that a lot of things just happened for the sake of convenience. Like it was, it just had to happen. So it did. And I think that like, you know, most of the audience can notice that kind of stuff. Um, It's a Thor movie. So it's like, you're not expecting best picture, but still I was, even I thought it was kind of cheap. Um, It was a bit of a CGI fest, you know, lots of colors, uh, I mean, I've got a lot more that I can kind of expand on, but I want to get some more Rojas's thoughts before I get into a more, like, let's say, spoiler analysis of it. Yeah, sure. I mean, my my thoughts on it ha- has been pretty much the same. The only, I guess, if we're going to go one negative here, in my, in the time since the movie came out, I keep thinking about how I wish I had gotten more Gore the God Butcher. And in a two-and-a-half-hour version of this movie, we definitely do. And maybe we're sitting here talking about you know, up there with not to be hyperbolic here, but Heath Ledger's Joker as greatest comic book villain of all time, maybe up there. He might've been if he was able to cook a little bit more because it's gosh, Christian Bale is just such a good actor. Um, But having said that, he's still really good in this movie. I still, all these days later, just think about how much fun I had and enjoyed it. The frustrating thing is, is that two things. One, if this movie came out 20 minutes ago, people would be like, man, what a blast. It's like what Boyle said. You get in, you get out, you leave the theater. You're like, I don't have to think about this character or the ramifications ever again. And it dovetails into point B of this point, which is Marvel has kind of painted themselves in a corner here where they have so much continuity that it's almost impossible to give us anything else that's outside this continuity because they built up like how, boy, how many movies is it now? Like 25, 27, like 27, like, like 30, lost, whatever it is. It 30, like it's around there. It's so many movies now and we can't go back unless you were to just kind of detonate the whole thing. And why would you do that? 
So, and we're stretching ourselves thin with Marvel content. And, you know, we can kind of go into spoilers a little bit, you know, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Spoiler but, time, let's go. But we are, you know, what, like six Marvel shows and like seven Marvel movies into phase four here. And we have no real clear direction. And, well, and, and Mark, we've all talked about Secret Wars, Secret Wars. There, there has been one clue that Secret Wars is maybe happening, and that came at the end of WandaVision with the scrolls. There hasn't been any breadcrumbs. There hasn't been anything on the level of Thanos going, fine, I'll do it myself, and that kind of stuff. So um, I'll, I'll give it up to you guys. Thor, like Where we're at at the end of this movie in terms of direction of Marvel, I mean, what are our thoughts? Like, What are we thinking? I think that, for one, they did a good job letting letting you show where guardians are going off to go do something. So they kind of did exactly what you saw. You'd see them, they were together. And then it's like, all right, they're going to go do their own mission now. Hence their movie in the future. I think you have to think about something when you think about Marvel in the big picture. And we kind of discussed this last time, or maybe it was off air. There were, there's multiple phases. And I don't think this next saga that we're in because there was the Infinity Saga, which was three phases. I don't think that this one's going to be three phases completely. I think we could get maybe four, maybe five phases in the saga. So I don't think we need to expect all answers. Unfortunately, Secret Wars is huge. And in order to get there, there's just so much they have to do with introducing so versions of X-Men and stuff too. And like, there's just, that's why like this whole phase was to show multiverse and basically to basically get X-Men in by introducing Fantastic Four. From there, the next phases are going to lay it out for you more, I think, dude. And I we kind of talked about this off air, I know for a fact, the other day when we went out. But similar to with like they're building up to the Eternals. The last few movies, if you look at this phase, are Quantumanium. Then it's the Marvels. And then it's the last one is um, uh, Fantastic Four. So they're basically... I think the Marvels is going to end up connecting all these like side Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, you know, the Eternals, um, the Ten Rings. Uh, I think that movie is going to connect all those pieces for us. I think that Quantumanium is going to inc- is going to incorporate. Sure. Is thank you. Is going to is going to um, is going to incorporate Spider-Man and Strange and Wanda is going to come back. And I think that there's going to be a ton of, and then introduction, the introduction of being able to go into the universe, controlling it and getting a hint at characters, X-Men style. And then the last movie is obviously, I said those out of order. And then the last movie will obviously be the Fantastic Four when then they'll really be able to see like, can we control the universe, the multiverse? How do we explore it? But then that's probably going to introduce like Kang again and bring Kang back into everything, the Conqueror. And really, I feel like lead into the next phase of where we're going. I don't think people need you're not getting any answers. They're just doing a ton of introducing in this phase. That's my that's what I think set up 25 different storylines. And Mark, that's the they have to, though. That's Secret Wars, dude. There's so many people involved. Yeah, I know. But like, and it's going to take a while. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. it's tough for me to keep caring about all yes. this stuff. It's, it's a lot. It's, I'm getting it's spread getting thin. Exhausting. It's getting tough. I'm starting to pick and choose, you know, which series or which movies that I'm actually going to watch. Yeah. I'm already starting to skip some of the TV series. It, I'm getting spread thin. 
I don't know. I just, I don't care too much. I forgot, like, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought it was cheap that they were even in the Thor movie. I thought they were a draw. I thought they were going to be involved. They get out of there, you know, <laughs> in the first couple of minutes of the movie. I was like, See, oh, I thought that right. was how it was going to be, though. I, that, cause yeah, well, I, I didn't. I, because I, it I, ended too, okay. like, well, Oh, really? I, no. No, 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 Boyle, Boyle. No, I'm with you. I was oh. thinking, I, I knew going into this that they were going to be gone in the first five minutes. I just knew. Yeah. Like, not even from reading stuff. I just. That's what I, just I mean. Knew. Like, I just knew just too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that they were going to be big people at oh. all because the oh. whole. Besides the point, you know, Sorry, it's Mark. like they're, yeah. but they're advertised in it. Um, you know, you get, I get that there's a lot that needs to get connected. Boyle did a really good job kind of explaining all like the different branches that come out. Well, we're talking about, you know, Thor here and I'm watching this Thor movie and I'm just trying to kind of focus in on, you know, why is this plot important, right? You got a villain who are the God Butcher, right? This is our spoiler section, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Thor, how many gods did he kill? How, how many gods did he kill? He killed one. No, maybe uh, two, like that other uh, big dude that they introduced for like three seconds. Yeah, at some point they'll like they they make a comment mark. And at some point, like he's killed over fifteen gods or some yeah, number. Right. They throw out a number. Kills, like, but they throw out a number. <laughs> I want to see him butcher gods. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You know I mean? We should have seen that off screen, like cheap kills. Oh, he's just he's doing this. Believe us. We know it's in the four hour cut. We didn't mark. get to see it. That's great that it's in the cut. Show mark. it to us. How about this? And I know you just said you don't want more TV shows, but I had this thought. If no, we it's fine. Took, it's just like I'm picking and choosing which ones are actually like, you know, interestingly. You know what happened? We got Thor. We got we got love for most of the movie, and we only got Thunder for a small portion of the movie. Whereas I feel like we should have gotten Thor Love, the story, as a TV show on Marvel. Marvel Plus. I'm blah. You know what I'm saying? Disney Plus Marvel. Yeah. Then as a movie introduce her and Chris Hemsworth against Christian Bale as the butcher and then really focus in like you're saying about him being the butcher killing all these gods just that like we said that the big awesome scene in like three quarters of the way of the movie when he's like basically has them all strangled up and stuff like give us more of that but I think they tried to do two movies into one and it was too much to handle even though yeah, I mean, even though they sealed all the like his little bow, it, I think maybe it would have been better in two different things, not all pushed together. Did you say introduce love in a Disney Plus show? So yeah, basically that, like, but that but uh, that doesn't make sense based off the end of the movie. Like his choice was not to fight with hate, but instead fight for love. I'm saying all the stuff they gave us between, I I guess it just it's a different movie. I guess my point, my, what I was trying to say is just I think their love story could have been like a side TV show. No, and then you boy, really focused oh, on the butcher. That's where there's a lot of say. aspects to love in this. Uh, you're talking about the actual romantic love between Natalie Portman and Thor. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about love, the character Gore's no. daughter. No, no, I got no, very no, confused. No, no. I was like, dude, what? Like, we hadn't even brought that up yet. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Well, but boy, you know that they would never agree to do a Marvel show. Natalie Portman and, Chris Hemsworth, though. I know. 
know. That's a tough. I'm just saying, I think the plan would have executed better than what they tried to do with the movie by doing so much in one movie. I will say, side note, all of the monsters found this out. I think I sent it to you guys, or maybe Mark sent it to me because that sometimes happens too. All the, um, kids were the ones who created the monsters for this movie which i think is pretty cool so like taiki's uh his his daughter was he have two daughters or one daughter i don't know how many daughters taika has um but you're right because they all their families were in australia because it was covid so everyone's kids were in so i guess his daughter was reading over his touch like that's that's nice yeah he said his daughter was reading over his shoulder and said what's a demon gorg or something and he's like i don't know yeah i gotta figure it out and she went in the other room and drew it. And then I just saw that. Yeah, did you see? It's like there's like dust floating in front of my screen. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it's so, a ghost. Yeah, That's a that, ghost. It's a, it's a ghost. I'm, de- I'm um, dead tonight. Very much a ghost. So then I guess after that, he was so impressed. And he's like, what kids find scary is like scarier than sometimes what we can come up with. So he said, at that point, then all we... I just started asking all the set members, kids to start drawing stuff like Chris Hemsworth's daughters started drawing stuff for him. And it, that's how it all hit off for the month. So every monster we saw, especially in that last battle was all thought by kids drawn. And then like the actual visual people made him bigger. I like that. That's cool. That's yep. a family affair. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the movie, but going back to, uh, you know, where we're going next, I, I mean, I'm just going to take these movies as they come, but uh, I mean, think about it. They introduced Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 2, and that was what? How many years ago now? Six? Five? Guardians, I mean, it's been a while since I think had... six. No, was it 2014 or 15? The second movie? I don't know, man. Yeah, it was like 17, I want to say. It came out before Thor Ragnarok, yeah. so it was 17. Still no Adam Warlock. Like I mean, yeah. he, all, all he has been is has casted. So Marvel's biting off a lot. I don't know yet if it's more than they can chew. We'll see. I want to stick to like the this movie though. I know I realize that there's like a lot more branching out, but I think the I, I guess my my issues are actually coming with Taika Waititi, and I know that he's really popular. I like his movies a lot, but I think with this one. He made too much about him and not so much about mm. like the, the the plot or like the the characters and stuff. He's introducing some stuff that's kind of lazy, like Stormbreaker being able to access like the center of the universe and whoever gets there can like you know get one wish granted, like do whatever they wanted. Like, all right, well that had to be known about for like ever, right? Well, when Thor gets Stormbreaker, then how come he doesn't just go there in Infinity War? And then just like stop all this madness, but it's like it's like it was introduced as a convenience, like to make this plot and stakes like seem, you know, uh, higher. What, but there's a problem the, when you can introduce like a be all end all. You're saying, oh, like it was known that he could reach it to get to eternity. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. That like, it had to have been yeah. known that it's like the Bifrost has like the ability to get to the center of the universe. Like that wasn't something they discovered in a lab. Like Gore didn't have a research and development team figure out like what he can do to get what he wants. Are you sure yeah, that they knew that though, has to be known? I'll be honest. I don't think, I don't think he knew that the Stormbreaker would open the gate. I think he knew about the he knew wish that thing. He could use the Bifrost because he took the Bifrost like to Wakanda in the iconic scene. 
They Pretty knew making sense. it. They knew that. And, they, and then for the center of the universe deal, you need the Bifrost to get there to open it up. It's one of those things where they weren't thinking about the plot of this movie at the time that they made Infinity War. Right? Like, that's the thing. Counter argument. And by the way, Mark, you're totally well within your right for sure. You're just asking for a very basic, like, does it make sense thing? I think. I, I think it just, I think it was cheap. Like, just throwing in, uh, like, a be all end all thing. Like, I something just they just like had to kind of come up with. What you explained to me, what you just explained though, again, makes total sense. And as a big movie fan, I hate that stuff. I just feel like when I'm reading these comics that I've been reading of all these Marvel things, they just throw things in there just so randomly. And it's just, you're just like, all right, fine. Like, yeah. I'm already bought <laughs> in. It, it's for sure like a thing like, it's I got, like I, but there's like things like this, like that happened throughout the movie that where it brings up like, so that's like number one. Number two, which I actually thought was cool. You know, at the time of the viewing, but when Thor can kind of give the power of Thor to all the kids, and then they have like that, say, like visually pleasing. I it, at the time of viewing it, I'm like this is awesome. Now I have time to think about it. I'm like, dude, why haven't you done that like before? Like, if there's no way, like in that one moment, it's like okay, like now we can do this. Like, dude, like give this to the other people, like. Like constantly, like they, you have to know about this kind of like stuff. It I, felt like it almost felt like they were like, all right, like we're at this point in the plot. Like, all right, well now what do we do? I was like, oh, well let's make it so we can do this. I just felt like, like kind of what Rojas was saying, uh, where there's like no plans, like you know, or or regard for anything that came before it. They're just like, we're gonna establish like some new stuff here. Because yeah. it works for the plot. And it and it ends up making for great looper videos in like five years where it's just like, but if they had known that at the time, wouldn't Thor have done that in the Battle of Wakanda and Here's given the, everyone the Thor power? You know, it makes for that kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm always like, yeah, but as a movie choice, it's kind of, I don't know. I like. It. I always wondered but, too, like, but could he? Because, uh, or maybe could, but I mean, are you going to see, every, are you going to see a superhero's every move in one movie do you know what i mean like they're like how can i put this like you know when you learn when you're playing a video game and your character learns a new move sort of a thing like i'm curious if like that's the take of that mark with the whole like maybe he could do it the whole time but we there's been no point really yet usually like what i'm saying is if there's like a journey to get there a payoff where it seemed like we didn't know that he had this capability. And then for yeah. the sake of convenience for the plot, we all found out at the same time, right? He's just like, all right, I'm still like the power of Thor on all these kids. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, like this is really cool. But did you like just write it and then get up to that point and be like, all right, well, we got to do this so he can actually win the fight. Like there was no hinting at the possibility that like towards the beginning or stuff, it just feels like they ran out of ideas. They're like, now what do we do? And they have to do that for the sake of the plot. Yeah. That's it, my it's point. Just, I don't want to pretend to say that I've read any Thor comics that are specific to Thor. All my understanding I'm not even is talking about the comics, like strictly like movie though. If they could no. hint at something like that at the beginning, anything, no, I, I know like they I, got to that point in the plot needed it. And then threw it in there. What you're saying is hundred percent accurate. The writers are like, we just need to come up with new cool stuff. And for me, I'm just like, sure. Like I, 
I just, I'm not thinking about like this would have helped in previous movies, but it's one of those things that, uh, does that make for a good movie? That's up to the viewer really. Like there, like I know a lot of people that will see movies and they just can't, it just can't like, they can't get that out of their head. And that's, it's totally understandable because you set up, uh, you you establish a world, you got to follow through with it. You can't just change the rules all the way through it. Yeah, like I, I just I like it when stuff like makes sense. Like I get like it's you know this is a fantasy movie. Stuff doesn't have to make sense, like all the time. But if you like establish something, I, I enjoy a good story. I like following along with the plot. You know, character development, all that good stuff. It's the plot convenience that like I I really don't. But again, at the time of watching that scene, I like it. I still think it was, you know, it's awesome. But the, like the movie critic and me kind of says like, all right, like it is kind of like cheap to just throw out like new powers or new um, advantages for our protagonist. Like what seems like out of nowhere. Yeah. Where it, 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 to me, it's kind of lazy, like storytelling or, or writing. Yeah. And I think, He's getting a lot of hip, you know, uh, criticism right now against, I think, the writing and how it went, too. Um, so you're not alone, Mark. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's kind of the point that I made in the beginning where it seemed more like a Taika Waititi movie than yeah. like a Thor movie, where it's like he's just doing whatever he wants and saying he can do whatever he wants and you're all going to watch it. We're all going to love it. Um, even though you kind of know he's capable of, of having these phenomenal films i mean i love ragnarok i love jojo rabbit like it's good but this one kind of felt a little uh a little much yeah i didn't even like i didn't love the soundtrack as much as i did ragnarok and stuff either like i know people love the the soundtrack and stuff and don't get me wrong i liked it but like it was just different i think ragnarok was just unbelievable and at this point i guess i'll never be sick of marvel just me personally, I totally get why everyone else will. It, it is a lot. I think that's just like the like, I just let, I, I truthfully will always watch it. But I think Thor movies need to just stop. Like, I don't think Thor needs any more movies himself. If he's in a movie, great. But I don't think he needs any more movies. Like, just put him in something else. He's a great character, but for a standalone movie, it was just okay. So, uh, Boyle, just like, do you think the, the problem is when he's like the main guy, the movie like kind of suffers with him? Like, he's better as, you know, one of an ancillary character. Yeah, like, he, he, really, him? he really does well, I think, when he's bouncing off of someone else. Like, as, like, especially when you watch like just every, I mean, most of his interactions he's but like when he's standing up to zeus and stuff i'm like this is a little much like i could care less about this argument let's go you know i don't know it's just i like him for the 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 bitty the that's not the word i was looking for the um oh my god the witty banter that's the word i was looking for (laughs) Uh, not the (laughs) bitties The witty banter. Oh I think he's really good at that. Like, like honestly, you know what would have been awesome? Give me a movie about Thor and Korg going on adventures and have there be no link to Marvel at all. Like, no, like, um, bigger things. Like, no, 
God Crusher. We're going to connect it to the phases. Give me a Korg and Thor, a little buddy cop movie. Funny, funny. I would love that. That's what I want. I don't want any more serious, long two, two and a half hour Thor movies. I think personally, I love Chris Hemsworth. I think there's a great Thor. I just don't want the movies anymore. Okay. All right. I think we're spending up. I mean, what, what do you have, Mark? No, no. I said, like, it's just a fair point. Like, I think he's good. I'm good on Thor movies too. I'm trying to find the soundtrack on Apple Music, and I think I I found it. Like in terms of like the pop songs, yeah. It's like what we were saying too. I, I think it. we've all we've read like some of the the criticisms and stuff too of the movie. Uh, but I think coming from the critics, we we had a good time watching. This. Of but course. I also think we're we're not the target audience anymore. Yeah, you know, the target audience is a bunch of high schoolers, and they're probably having a great time watching this. And I, I can see yeah. that. I, I have my rating at uh, three out of five stars, so six out of ten. Like I, I thought it was fine, but I don't like love the movie. It was visually appealing. It was a good time. Like I had fun, but you know that's what it is, and that's all it is. It's like that's fine. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> there are th- there are things just flying around my room that I have no control of anymore. I swear to God, there's watching, watching robots. He's he's got ghosts. He's got ter- ghosts. I am terrified right now. I live alone. This is not going to be a great night. Go watch a horror movie. All right, so we're halfway through the summer, or at least past halfway the point. Halfway point. Look, one thing before we talk about the rest of the movies that we're excited about this summer. I I play this box office game with that you know you kind of guess what movies came out on what day days of a given year you you're given like a weekend in a random month in a random year right in over the past forty years right you look at some of these summer releases that they give you in like the nineties or the two thousands or the eighties there are like three like banger movies coming out on the same weekend like nowadays one studio will release one movie on a Friday. And studios won't release movies for two weeks before and like three weeks after because they're terrified of getting run over at the box office. Like everyone's afraid to release their big movies against each other. It's crazy. But what what are we most excited for for the rest of the summer, guys? Let's uh, let's start with you, Mark. I'm looking at this uh, list that you sent me right now, and one that really sticks out to me besides like an obvious one for like Bullet Train that's getting a lot of mainstream publicity. Uh, <laughs> Coming out uh, in August, bodies, bodies, bodies. It's got a solid cast of a lot of upcoming actors and actresses. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it. Um, I'd have to pull up the cast list right now. Let's see, but I know that there's a twenty-four like, film. It's an a twenty-four movie. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it looks like a. A solid. I like the direction that horror movies are kind of going in, where they're embracing a comedic tone, so it's like horror comedy. And I think those ones are better than the straight up horrors. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that one. That's coming out like first week of August. I think August fifth on the Friday. Yeah, it feels like the there are there. There's a good track history of that uh, mid to late summer horror release that's actually pretty good. And if you had to put money on one of them, it would probably be that movie. 
Now, this movie is directed by Lee Pace. Um, he was actually Ronin, the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he's a uh, writer, director, actor. So it's really exciting that he uh, is, I believe he's directing this movie, right? Let me look at the crew in details here. Director is Helena Ration. Oh, never mind. Hey, everything I just said, I take it back. She's a relatively new director. The only other thing that she's directed is this movie called Instinct that came out in 2019. But again, the cast is small. This is like an intimate sort of setting and probably going to get a little claustrophobic. Uh, Rachel, I hope I'm saying this right, Senate, Senat, she was the star of Shiva Baby, which was extremely popular. Yes. It was like an awkward comedy about uh, a Jewish girl um, sitting shiva or funeral again not sure if I'm saying this right uh, please don't uh, take my words as, as malice or, or offensive I but say things I wrong this all the great. time <laughs> yeah I'm, I think I'm butchering stuff right now but again a movie I'm very excited for seen a couple previews for it, it looks like the perfect balance of funny and uh, stabby this is definitely a slasher I love that Stabby stab. Boyle, any any movies that kind of stick out to you the rest of the summer here? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I know we were just talking about The Gray Man's coming out um, off air. We talked that about that a little bit. I'm just excited to see, like, what the, the – it honestly, by the trailers, looks pretty good. Like, I'm, I am looking forward to that. Absolutely. Um, I'm really excited, though, for this week for Nope to come out. I have been – Me too. I, first of all, my whole life, I'm a huge alien believer. I love all that stuff. Um, and like I re- the what movie is the fourth kind? I think it's called. Dude, I saw that movie back in. It was in high school, right? I think it was high school. That was one of the scariest movies I felt I had ever watched because it felt so real. Because I believe in aliens and stuff, and it was all about this alien like abducting people. It's nuts. If you haven't seen it, it's it's really good thriller. Yeah. So oh nine. So- uh, back you up on that one, Boyle. That was the movie where they uh, showed like scenes side by side, and they did like one cinematic like part, and then the other was like home movie style. Yes. So like me being dumb, I was like, "This happened." I was like, "This is real." <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "They have this home footage." I was like, "Why are people not talking about this?" Yep, and, yeah. That movie freaked me out too. Um, yes. It, it was so the was style say- that they were filming it that I really liked. It was, it was, Mark, and you're right. I also, at the time, like, totally thought it was real. And what ended up happening was, anyways, my point being is that it was scary, alien-related. This, to me, when we first, like, saw the trailer for the first time, I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, that looks amazing. Like, because it looks like... It could be one of two ways. It could be a complete flop, and, and really, they don't give you anything, and it's like... It's just an in and out. I don't know. Maybe everyone dies or something. Who knows? Um, I, I I have good hopes that you're going to get to see aliens. There's going to be some sort of like bigger storyline that we haven't seen in the trailers. I've, I'm, I'm hoping that what we've seen in the trailers have really only been maybe the first like 15, 20 minutes of the film. Dude, even, gonna... even like what you're saying, like the most recent trailer that they came out with. Yeah, I feel like it's completely different than the first trailer. That they I agree too. So, yes. uh, I was 
It's like I have no idea what this movie is going to be I, I because no they changed it up so much. All of a sudden, when the they were trying trailer. to the, the second, second trailer, trailer, I agree, Ross. The second trailer threw me I, off because I'm with not, you guys too. The yeah. three alignment. Yes, yeah. the, the, the stop minute, showing us stuff. Yeah, because all it did was the first trailer. But then again, originally going in thinking it was going to be like abductions and craziness. Now this one's showing that maybe they're just around and they're trying to catch it on film to make money. Uh, but there's still so many room for questions and things, but I'm like, I don't want more. So I'm glad it's finally here. This is a movie I've been really looking forward to for a while. Um, and then besides that, you guys have already talked about a couple of them. The only other one I really want to talk about is bullet train. I mean, like I'm amped for that movie. I don't care if it is the trailer. It's going to give me more. I know it is. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Fast action. I think it's going to be a nice story, a good enjoyment, get away for a bit. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. Those are my probably big two that I really am looking forward to. I So I'm with you guys on those movies for sure, 100%. Before I get into my thing, they're re-releasing a few Steven Spielberg movies ahead of uh, the movie that comes out about him later this year, The Fablements. They're re-releasing an IMAX only, E.T. the Extraterrestrial in mid-August. I heard about that. And Jaws in September. So Ooh. I'm very excited about that. I'm going to try my best to make those happen, but I think I already had something planned on the, the one day. E- what t- what day is ET coming up? I think, I think it's the 12th of August. Oh, no. August. They're, wait, they're releasing Jaws in September? It, yeah. Wanna know why? Because it's IMAX only and the studios figure they can make tons of move, money on Top Gun and other movies in IMAX and just hold off until Jaws. Uh, they'll put it out in September. That's too bad because if they did like an anniversary for like a July 4th showing or something. I know. Or like the weekend. That would have been nice. Yeah. I saw Jaws in showcase theaters like five years ago by myself. I think it was pretty awesome. Um, but I, I will definitely want to check it out in IMAX. So my pick, if I had to pick a movie that I'm excited about besides the one that you guys talked about which i'm obviously very excited about is this movie called vengeance and i believe this movie is written and directed and it's a direct directorial debut for a film of bj novak aka ryan howard from the office directing um, yes i saw the trailer for this before black phone i had no idea this movie even existed it's very rare when that happens when a i don't know that a movie's coming out and b that i actually see the trailer for it before a movie i actually showed up early to a screening gross and this movie, <laughs> this movie looks like right up my alley. This guy, uh, I mean, the plot of it is uh, he's a journalist and podcaster. Yep. Who travels from New York City to West Texas to investigate the death of a girl he was hooking up with. And from the trailer. Um, oh, this is what it says. But it is this based, a off movie? The, based off the trailer, it looks like it, it's more than he chew off. But it's a it's a dark comedy thriller. And uh, the cast is awesome. You got Boyd Holbrook, Issa Rae, Ashton Kutcher, um, some people, Jay Smith Cameron and Dove Cameron, who I, I don't know based off their name, but I think I know what they look like. Mark, you're a trailer guy, right? Big trailer guy. Check this trailer out. It's called Vengeance. I think you'll check this trailer out and you'll be like, oh, okay. I can see why Nick would want to watch this movie. It's got, it's like right up my alley. So Vengeance, that okay. I'm very excited Hold about on, this movie. Because... The technology and my headphones, and I can watch it right now while he's doing it. Eight, and so, yeah, vengeance trailer. 
And BJ Novak is in it, yeah. Boyle, while Boyle was talking about Did the fourth you guys time, hear this? No, no, we don't. That's all you just hearing it. I watched the I'm fourth time trailer right while while Boyle was talking about it. Muted. I had it muted. Great. <laughs> this is happening Boyle's, in real time. He's watching the Vengeance trailer, folks. I haven't seen it. Mark's just giving his just thoughts sec like He's got his AirPods in. There's a dusty pickup truck behind him. On the funeral picture, he's sipping wine while she's kissing him. Yeah. Darkly comic. So it, I don't, I'm not sure who this is, but it's, uh, it looks like the brother, maybe, telling BJ Novak that it's a murder. And this guy's out of like central casting of like West Texas, like. Two guns on the back of the dusty pickup truck. Tattoos. Well, BJ Novak is dressed like business casual with a blazer and like AirPods. Action Kutcher. Oh, I'm in on this. Oh, this cast is loaded. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> His Prius just blew up. <laughs> they're not asking if he's okay. They say, "Why'd you drive that? Drive a real car." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so in on this movie. Great caller, Dude, this cast looks great. I'm not watching the trailer because I don't want to. But I don't need to watch the rest of the trailer. I'm only a minute thirty through it, and it's like two and a half minutes. But let me tell you, I'm it in. Com- it comes yeah. out on July 28th. Yeah, so Done. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about it. It this is like the kind of movie that would probably go straight to Netflix and be a little bit. I kind of hope it does. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see it. So, um, all right, this is, episode was longer than I thought, but I hope it was entertaining.